0: In our first reading today, in Ezekiel, we have the Prince of Tyre, who, because of his great wealth and his riches, esteems himself a god. So his wealth and his riches have led him down this path of overweening uh, presumptuousness and pride. And in our Gospel, Jesus talks about how it's difficult uh, for a rich man to be saved so it seems like the church is placing before us this morning a meditation on the on wealth and on riches and how uh, these wealth can be a challenge uh, for someone who wants to live a Christian life and be saved. I think it's also important to reflect just a small thought here before I get into the kind of main meat of my uh, of my point here. It's important to reflect that really today in. Modern 21st century Western civilization, we live at a level, even though we're, you know, we're all middle class, um, we live at a, at a level that would be would have been considered very very wealthy uh, and rich for the people in Jesus's day. We've got great numbers of conveniences uh, that we have that we have every day, and that kings in the ancient world didn't have. You know, running water it's hot cold, these sort of simple things that we take for, for granted I mean the, the wealthiest of the wealthy in Jesus' day didn't have these things, so uh, probably by by Christ's standards all of us would be considered the rich man, and he says it's harder to enter uh, into the kingdom, uh, harder it's easier to enter through the, the eye of a needle than to enter into heaven for such a one but he says uh, the, the disciples are kind of worried, they're like oh my gosh, who could be saved then and he says, well, with God's help, it is possible. So I think it's it's important for us to be able to reflect and say, uh, our material prosperity uh, is a challenge. It's a hurdle uh, that we have to be mindful of and not take for granted. That it, It's something that lies between us and the kingdom of heaven. But with God's help, uh, we can live at our level of prosperity that we do enjoy in this country, this time of day, and, and yet be saved. But uh, we can't take it for granted, and we have to be vigilant. I want to reflect, though, mainly on the fact that riches comes in uh, many different forms. It's not just material wealth. Uh, There is, uh, riches can be, the riches of being socially accepted, the riches of having uh, meaningful personal relationships within which we are, are understood and respected and loved, uh riches of acceptance and esteem in the broader community within which we live. Uh, riches of time, just the fact that we can have time on our hand. This is this is all wealth. These are forms of wealth that God in his providence doles out to different people in different degrees. And uh the closer we get to the Lord, because these things, not just material wealth, but the fact that we're esteemed, that we have a good opinion of others, the fact that we have meaningful uh, relationships with one another—these are all good things, and uh, they should be uh, rejoiced in, and, and God should receive glory and, and thanks for these things. Nonetheless, they can, just like material wealth, present to us a certain kind of a hurdle uh, between us and the Lord, and in our spiritual journeys, because we can begin to trust in them, and depend upon them, and uh, put our Our our, uh, reliance upon them instead of on God. It's very subtle and something that we would be tempted to do in the interior movements of our heart and our mind. It might not even be perceptible in any kind of external action or outward behavior of ours. But nonetheless, that temptation is there. And the Lord, oftentimes, the closer we get to Him, the more we ask Him to purify us, to make us holy he'll start to take away some of these things so that we experience a kind of a poverty. A poverty in social uh, esteem. A poverty in uh, personal relationships uh, within which we experience understanding and love. A uh, poverty of time. These are all different poverties that sometimes uh, God permits us to experience so that our trust, little by little, we begin to say, okay... My trust is in you, Lord, and not in all of these things. It's in you. And all of these things, if I enjoy them, I enjoy them not because of my merits or whatever it might be, but because of your your goodness and your bounty uh, towards me. And it's also sometimes he lets us experience a kind of a poverty um, in these areas so that we can draw close to Jesus. Because Jesus was the poorest of the poor. When he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, he was bereft of all wealth. Uh, his closest friends deserted him. And he was there all alone with the weight of all the sins of the world on his shoulder. The kind of uh, solitude and loneliness that he experienced, the, the utter abject poverty of all of these other things that I spoke about, uh, was so intense for him. So God gives us the gift every once in a while to kind of experience that poverty so that we can draw closer to Jesus because St. Paul tells us in Romans that if we suffer with him, we will be saved. And I think given our material wealth in today's 21st century America, the Lord allows us to experience poverty in these other areas so that our material prosperity and wealth uh, would not be uh, something that we, we look to. In an imbalanced manner, and trust in an imbalanced manner. He does that all for the sake of our goods, so that we would grow closer to Him, uh, become holier, and and make it uh, through that eye of the needle, like that camel. <laughs>